0: thanks for being here my absolute pleasure lovely to see you again so i always start with what is mental health to you what does mental health mean to me well hopefully uh, i have a, a bit better of a, an understanding as i'm a senior psychotherapist i have been for the last 10 12 years uh, and a clinical hypnotherapist so i've worked with lots of people but what does mental health mean to me it means uh, or, or good mental health i suppose means freedom um, autonomy, agency it, it just allows you to feel that you can get on with life um, I believe there's a lot of resistance people are holding on to a lot of things hearts and childhood and sometimes perhaps genetically as well of course, but starts in childhood, upbringing all the way going through it all, and people are holding on to these uh, issues if you like, and they kind of eat away at them I think thankfully we're moving away from that in terms of of the, the alpha male aspect, not moving away from alpha males, but you know, the, the generations anyway of the males with the stiff upper lip and we can't talk about it. One of the benefits that I noticed when I was in the Marines is that there was a big change in people being able to be open and saying, Look, actually, I actually have a problem here. So, yeah, in a nutshell, releasing resistance and creating more freedom. So, you touched on there being in the Marines. So, 14 years you were in the Marines. What was that like? Yes. I loved it. Um, I was one of those boys, like a lot of a lot of us. I wanted to join when I was, you know, played soldiers already when I was very very young. Um, wanted to join, my parents wouldn't let me join at sixteen, which is probably the right thing for me actually, because I ended up joining a little bit later at twenty-two, which is still really young, but obviously quite. A I was, I think, it was second oldest in the troop, and uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I nearly put my shit in at year four. The bright lights of of a. Uh, bodyguarding, etc., nearly out in South Africa, I nearly went out, and then I remember going to bed at Sunday, you know, for for the Monday morning, thinking, I'm so looking, I was a young Marine at the time, I'm so looking forward to this, you know, and who who who's goes to bed on a Sunday morning really looking forward to Monday morning at work, so to speak, and I remember thinking, I can't wait, it's, of course there's no, it's just fun at that time, you know, as a young lad, um, 23, 24 years old, no responsibilities, so um, I had an absolutely brilliant time, Uh, I was medically discharged um, uh, at that point, which was fine, you know. It happens, doesn't it? I had a bit of a bad back and bad legs, so I'm not too bad now. Um, But anyway, it was was bad enough to, I always say, I couldn't climb up mountains and jump out planes anymore or jump out of helicopters or anything like that. So um, I wasn't really able to to function as I could. Um, But, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed my career. um, And, uh, yeah, fantastic. Herrick 5. How was that? Yes, so four operational tours in total to uh, Afghanistan. One was Operation Enduring Freedom, which was before Herrick, which I think was 2000, 2001, Um, and obviously Herrick 5 and and a couple of times out in Africa as well. But, yeah, Herrick 5 was was, uh, a dangerous time. Um, I was, for those of you that will know, most people will understand listening to this, I was in the Brigade Reconnaissance. Uh, as the technical quartermaster, the TQ, uh, if you like. So I wasn't on the front line specifically with the guys. Well, i often drop bits and pieces out to them, obviously, but I wasn't specifically there. Um, but yeah, it was a dangerous time. Um, obviously, lost people, uh, a lot of people were getting shot, etc. I remember going off uh, on R and R and coming back and going into the hospital, and there was bit, I, I knew that there was two wars and I knew everybody in there. And I don't know everybody. It was just one of those things. I thought he's been shot. He's been blown up. He's lost. Um, he's got brain damage. You know all these good things. I just think like, this is a dangerous place. Uh, I was in Bastion for a lot of it. Uh, Lash, uh, different places. Another um, fobs, but um, the threat. What I think the, the the issue, of course, is it's it's a continual threat of being bombed, blown up, shot at. You know, not. It's not there all day, every day for me, of course. Um, uh, It wasn't, sorry, but it was the the threat of it was always there. And, of course, living that, I was out there for seven months uh, as a TQ. I had to go out before and stay later afterwards for the six months tour, so I ended up seven and a bit months. So I think the threat of that is what led me to um, seek a bit of help. How did you find the help afterwards? Yeah, really, really good. And it's one of those... Those stories, but actually, I was interested in people wanting to help people. When I left, I wanted to do that. But it was certainly going through therapy externally. I didn't go through the military or MOD, but going through that therapy externally, it really was a a huge eye opener. And the, the mess that I was in, I always remember. Um, I use it now in, in, in my own practice, scaling on a zero to ten. Zero being the lowest you've ever been, and, and ten being the best you've ever been and people will have been zero and one etc but i remember saying i was a two at the time and that just feels alien to me it doesn't even feel real anymore i can't believe that. I, I mean i remember saying it but i can't remember what that feels like but i know it was very very low and i was in a right pickle to be honest and within weeks maybe two or three months in total but within even within a few weeks because i did not know where to turn um, within even with a few weeks of starting to make a huge difference and I ended up training within that same therapeutic understanding actually that's therapeutic model uh, a few years obviously on from that um, but it was uh, yeah it was life-changing for me because I really didn't know what to do I mean life had closed in on me not in a depressive state uh, it was in high anxiety and um, Perhaps mix with a bit of depression. I think of it, but it wasn't too much of that. It was really that high anxiety state and just couldn't function. Um, and very quickly back on track and and moving. And I was just utterly amazed at how quickly you could turn from that to that. And there was not years of therapy, all this kind of stuff. So, and that's one of the things I advocate now that I work in, in terms of. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur in the health and well-being space, so I do still see clients that work in businesses, et cetera, and consult big companies. But I, I really think, you know, you, it, we don't the stigma, the labels, you know, we don't need to have these. And it helps to an extent if people are needing medicated. And, of course, sometimes that needs to happen. Um, but we really need to move on from that, move away. Uh, from that, there's a statement, I was talking to one of my friends yesterday actually and he said to me, and I completely agree with it, it's not your fault um, that you are where you are but it's your responsibility to get out of it and I think that's really, really key and of course you get support there, that's my job and, and I, I couldn't do it without support but it's about empowering the individual and allowing people to move forward. So, so for the past 10 <laughs> years, you've been doing psychotherapy now, haven't you? Yep. Uh, I was md and then was straight into it. Yeah, I studied at Open University, uh, about psychology and the vocational training and then straight into it. And it was all private healthcare. So I had to understand how to create a business as well nobody was giving me clients. I wasn't working for the NHS, um, which was fantastic. And uh, I'm in Plymouth at the moment, and it was a, it was a company actually in Plymouth that I trained with. And it was fantastic, yeah. And I, I worked with individuals creating change. Um, it's solution-focused, if you like. So the basis of it is evolutionary psychology, behavioural psychology, positive psychology, and the solution-focused process. So understanding why is it that human beings do what they do from an evolutionary standpoint, why are we still doing it today, behavioral psychology, and then what are we going to do about it, you know, where are we actually going to go? And that's the positive psychology and the solution focused processing. And it was quite a new therapeutic model when I started about ten, fifteen years old. But we quickly got on the research side of it and we were creating and I was well, we were all creating eighty percent significant clinical change and I was up about ninety percent And bear in mind that NHS were looking for about 40% in terms of significant clinical change within cognitive behavioural therapy, which is what they had taken on. So we were double that. And there's there's various reasons for that, of course, but one of them is because what we do works and and it's good. Um, So I was creating lots of change. I was seeing people day in, day out, 20, 30 people a week. And it was fun, but of course, going from the Marines camaraderie to sitting in an office all day working with people, they're not your friends, they're your clients, you know, it's a business. Um, so um, I needed to get out and about, and, and also I started to realise that the therapeutic understanding that I had could actually help a whole lot more people. So I moved to London, a few personal issues, uh, split up for my wife, um, moved to London, and, and really pushed forward. Uh, with the in working in businesses working on a much larger scale with my models and, and helping people and helping businesses create the change they are looking for lower absenteeism you know all that kind of good stuff the pandemic hit um hit everybody in different ways didn't it uh, and for me my clients just went large clients and a lot of people just stopped spending money didn't they in large businesses big six-figure contracts that i had and the wings were all cancelled and everything was done, and that was it. So I had to restart. Uh, again, in some ways, I was still seeing people, of course, but I had to restart. And, and actually, the, the silver lining for me was I was able to start my the preparation and um, for my app, uh, Liminal, which is a well-being uh, app, um, and all the preparation. And, and really, getting to the point, and, and some of your listeners, I'm sure, but actually feeling confident enough to be able to deliver it, because my vision is very, very big. Uh, in some ways uh, I now feel on top of that and I I feel that I'm there but at the time I wasn't quite in the the belief pattern that I could actually do it I knew I could but you know that that false sense that we have of ourselves sometimes so yeah it really went forward and um, it's at the branding phase now so it's another five or six months until it's ready Um, but yeah it's the the vision is to facilitate lasting positive change within one billion lives across the world which is a big old vision and mission, uh, of course, you can't do it alone. We know that in the military, um, and I've certainly learned that in business as well. And I've actually had the first conversation with a few guys, IX Wall Street, who's uh, obviously in the U, uh, was in the U.S., but is in um in Britain. Uh, artificial intelligence, uh, AI expert in Oslo in Norway. So we spun some dits. So I spun some Norway dits in the Marine star as well. whether she liked it or not. She was getting them so that was good a guy over in san francisco uh, all sorts um silicon valley and they're all coming together now on uh, a part of my project and, and we have all the same kind of ethos of this Wanted to help people want to create change they're the two keen awards agency and autonomy they want to give people that, that ability to have freedom to to create the change and, but i work with so many executives and the clients I usually see now are executives, uh, entrepreneurs or Olympians, I've quite a few professional athletes Olympians. And um, it's the same thing, you know, thirties, forties, fifties. I've made it in the very commas, but I'm, I'm just not, there's something missing. You know, I just, I don't, I still feel a bit empty. I've got the 80 grand a year or the 60 the 50, whatever it is, you know, we've got the two cars, we've got this four bedroom detached house or whatever it is, you know. Everybody's dreams and desires are different. But, you know, they've got what people would class as made it. And I still feel that they're missing something. And and the study and the work that I've done personally that help is through the therapy, the research, and on my own personal study as well, actually. And I just have the keys to be able to unlock that. And uh, I get so much pleasure from it, um, helping people uh, move forward. And, and of course, the app is is, uh, B2B. Or b to b to c so it is for individuals it is for people but it's it's through businesses and and already have quite a lot of interest in that actually it's six months off um beta testing but i have plenty of interest and uh yeah things have been well good you also do clinical hypnotherapy right yes uh so um i'm a clinical hypnotherapist and psychotherapist and uh, i remember when i first trained i thought it's a bit woo woo it's a bit out there but really, it's very scientific, and it's harnessing the natural ability. When we um, trans that, that part of it, really, what it's doing is replicating REM sleep, rapid eye movement, and REM sleep. For those that don't know, is a is a period of night that we deal with all the stresses and strains of the day. We use our four REM sleep periods in the evening, and it's the bit that empties, you know, your stress bucket, your metaphorical stress bucket, and allows us to function as, as human beings. Or you, know, you have an argument or something in the evening or the day, and you get really annoyed about it, you go to sleep, you dream about it, either clear or metaphorically, you dream next day. And you then wake up the next day, and you think, oh, what's the point? There's no point worrying. You know, everyone's been dealt with, you know that way, you feel better. The emotion's been taken out, that memory or that thought, and that's all that trance is. And, but it's much more focused. So I get people to a specific place um, through questioning, et cetera, uh scaling medical question all these different things and then get them on the couch and then allow them to relax and take that time and kind of help to input when they're in that lovely relaxed state and it's hugely successful and i use uh, visualization and trans for a lot of my um uh, clients but particularly the um the sports people uh the olympians um I've worked with clients for uh, Rio 2016, uh, then obviously Tokyo, which is 2020, well 2021, and then Paris as well, I'm working with a few people for that, Um, so they focus and get what they want to, get to where they need to want to be. Can you tell us more about your personal study that you were talking about? Yes, so it it was all science for me to begin with, um, leaving the Marines and uh, research, you know, empirical data, etc. And I started on my own journey, or the J word, as it it's out. But I started on my own journey, and I started learning about personal development and and how to create change. And through religion, uh, I'm not religious specifically, but studying the texts, you know, study esoteric scriptures, esoteric Judaism, um, philosophy, uh, metaphysics, and uh, well, it's that. When I started to realise what faith actually was, faith is not some of about some man in a white cloud, you know, with a beard. Faith based on understanding. When you actually really take that time to understand and grow in awareness, and the my app actually is is, is a mixture of both. It's not trying to baffle people in science. It's not trying to push any doctrine or dogma, particularly, down people's throats, you know. But um, it, what we it's what we class as language of the middle. So it's taking from the very best that science gives us, or the left-hand side, if you like, and the research, the proof, for in inverted commas, that's there. And then also from the right-hand side, if you like, from the ancient wisdom and stuff that's been there for ages, the stuff that the Greek philosophers have been telling us for 2,500 years, you know, nothing new. Uh, metaphysics, quantum physics as well, to an extent, which, of course, is on the science side, but the quantum physics helping to you kind know, of prove, again, in inverted commas, that a. Uh, scriptures and what they all mean bringing all that together and creating a language in the middle that people understand because not everybody's odd like me likes to read this kind of stuff some people do and that's fine but bringing it into a common language in the middle that people can understand and that um that again ultimately allows them to feed in to the point that they're ready because sometimes it can seem a little bit overwhelming but through the therapeutic process that i use the clinical setting this input into the app people can join wherever they want it's a facilitative approach um it's sort of a a scaling of a zero to a hundred everybody's on there somewhere and you can join at any particular point, and the questions that we ask, questions that are set to you in the way that the artificial intelligence works, will allow you to be able to move up that scaling, whether you're a zero or a 99, it doesn't matter. And um, because of the knowledge coming from both sides, if you like, and creating that language in the middle. You're also the one of the directors of Bootnecks into Business. I'll yes. Maybe tell people about that for anybody who hasn't somehow hasn't heard of it. Sure yeah well in the military fraternity most people all know what it is i'm sure but not everybody there's still marines that don't know about it so um um so we started at three or four years the guys in the group will uh, correct me here but i think it's three or four years now and we started it off well a couple of the guys started it off eh, and eh, i was there at the early ideas of it um it was just for networking to begin with and it's london centric I was living in London at the time, and it was a time for us just to really come together and, and, uh, and network, quite simply. Um, we always went for prestigious, and we got some really good locations, a shard, etc., all these good places. Um, and uh, from the very beginning, we had 50, 60 people. But it was a really good numbers, And uh, we managed to get some free drinks on and free food, which helps everybody, of course. The format as well that we work it really just it is fantastic. Um and it's went from strength to strength Um we tend to just because of where we are and, and it's our niche and it's working and we tend to stick with white collar workers um generally you know that you know the project managers who are looking for 40 50k and working in the city or or of course anywhere in britain but that you know there's a broad brush uh cyber um, worldwide there is something construction generally management posts post or some project management, that type of thing um, is what we've been doing. We've, been, we've got by guide into employment from rank marine all the way to general, so we're rank agnostic. Uh, and, yeah, we meet up quarterly in person. We go through it, and it's very important that we all have a chance to intro ourselves as well, which is quite difficult when there's 90 or 100 of us it takes a long time. So we reduce it to 20 to 30 seconds, but a time to say who you are, what you're here to give the group, uh, and of course, importantly, what you would like uh, out of the group as well. And then we just go into networking, and then it usually goes on to small hours of the of the of the night, as you can imagine. With some of the guys, uh, I'm usually there too, um, and have a great time. But it's really, really positive. Sometimes people say, but it is a networking event first. It is a business networking event first, and we will enjoy ourselves, obviously. But it's just gone from strength to strength, so much so that we've had to limit our numbers because it gets too big, and then nobody really gets a chance, if you like. We're looking to expand, but there's certainly nothing set in stone uh, with that at all. It's it's not for profit. None of us take any money from it. Uh, And it's been, you know... A fair bit of work, certainly for some of us, eh, more than others. Some of the guys have done a lot more than I have actually in in pre- preparation and in, in creating it for sure. Um, but it's it's going from strength to strength and um it takes a fair bit of time eh, and it has taken a fair bit of time as all these do to get to off the ground but it's going really well and um yeah anyone who's interested it's um we more or less it hasn't been the odd paris sneaked in or the odd person has sneaked in of course but we um we really generally um restrict it although let's say five percent, eight percent or something like that are, are non Royal Marines. We restrict it to majority is, is Royal Marines. But we have recruiters who are civilians have never been in the military that come. Um some women of course uh for, for different reasons that have have never been in the Marines. Uh, and some other cat badges, if, it, if it's relevant. We try to restrict it a little bit. Uh, not because we don't like other cat badges, but you can only do so much. And we want to do what we're doing well, and the SBS, obviously, are um, invited in the day come. But doing really well, strength to strength. The next one is in um, September. It's not set in stone, I don't think. Any Marine or anyone else to say you, people are welcome, of course they are, so if anyone does want to, come along uh, it'll be in central london or in the city round about september time the next one will be november and have a look on our website which is bi number two dot so it's book next into business and you'll find on there and you can book through the event bright link uh, on there if you want to come along brilliant thanks for your time